When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello everyone, welcome to Club Reaction 2, St Mernil, Rangers 3, uh, job done and that's really about it. I am Scott Carney and I'm joined by Scotia. Scotia, how's it going? Hi Carney, good to be back. Um, an awful lot's changed since I've been away, but not much has changed either. <laughs> the same, you know, it's kind of in the same place, but I a lot went on when I was uh, away in my travels, but um, good to be back speaking about the game today. Yes mate, it's good to have you back. Uh, that that performance today did absolutely nothing for my raging hangover that I have. Uh, that was just so pedestrian football, it really is. It, it, it doesn't change anything, I don't think, in the grand scale of things, the way, where we are as a team and the, the players that we have opinions on, very strong opinions on, I don't think it really changes much. But Rangers did go and get the job done today. And there's certain parts of the performance where I think you can be pleased with. There's other parts that, again, just still kind of baffled you, I suppose. Uh, the starting 11, mate, was Butland, Tav, Goldson, Suter, Barisic, Lundstrom, Raskin, <clears throat> Sifuentes, Seema, Roof and Lovelace. Good to see Lovelace coming in, mate, but there was still, obviously, the the usual rumbles about um, Tavenier, Goldson, Lundstrom, um, Barisic, to an extent, Barisic, all, yeah. all, um, all starting. Yeah, no, i seen that and I was looking at the, when I seen the what, following the B-team game yesterday and I seen that King and Divine were um selected for that team. I was like, right, well, that means Tav and Goldson are going to be playing. Wouldn't have been the team I picked. Like, I would have had King and Divine in there. Probably would have, you know, had Nielmaz starting and yeah. Lundstrom. I would probably have Bailey Rice starting. Uh, but like you say, good to see uh, Lovelace um, get a start. I didn't expect to see that. I thought maybe it would go with McCausland uh, again because mm-hmm. he came on and affected the game quite well on um, Thursday night there. But, um, well, he didn't affect it well because we get beat. But, you know what, he came on, he came on and he showed, he showed good promise and things like that. Um, but, no, good to see Lovelace starting. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a, a welcome change, I think, into the starting 11. And he was by far the brightest spark for us in the first half. Uh, and it was him that won the... Uh, did, 
fantastic work down the right hand side to get the cross in in order for the penalty to come round. <clears throat> just, it's a, just a, it's such a shame for him um, that he, he took a he took a real bad one after. It. I'll come, I'll we'll come on to that, I suppose. But the goal itself, mate, um, Lovelace does really well, um, really, really well. I think um, just shows what freshness can do, what a bit of desire can do, mate. And I thought he he, he was really good work by him. Uh, and the referee makes the right decision. It's a it's a blatant handball. It's stopping in a. You would like to think Seymour was going to put that one away. It was the correct decision, and Tavernier does what. Tav will do. <laughs> He'll be playing poor, but he'll still score penalties. Yeah, no, the desire, like you say, the desire shown be lovely. It's a few of the other players in our team can then kind of take some notes off him and start playing playing like that. If they did, then we probably wouldn't be in the situation we are. Unfortunately, like you say, yeah, it was very, very bad that he get um, that injury later on. But yeah, like you say, we'll come to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll come to that. See, we do, as you say, but really up to then, we weren't the, the first 25 minutes or so, but there wasn't really much in it. Look, St Murma coming into this game fancying their chances and rightly so. They've started really, really well, but I didn't really see much in St Murma today. I thought they were I thought they were quite poor. Um but again we were we were just as poor, but I think you you know what I mean by that. Um but yeah so, so we were, so after we took the lead though, um Lovelace gets a it's just so unfortunate. Um, he's kind of in a battling with uh, Gogic and he just pulls his hammy, it looks like, mate. And he's a really sore one. You can see the devastation in him. I, I mean, if it doesn't sum up Rangers' season, mate, I don't really know what does. It's kind of the perfect summary of how we've been. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It didn't look like a great... I, in fact, did I see this? I didn't see the injury itself. I was down making myself some square sausages. Um, so as I popped pop, pop back up, I just seen that he was um, hobbling off the pitch. And then he was down for ages. And like it looked... Mm-hmm. So I've not seen like the replays back or anything of it. But the fact that they didn't even use the stretcher, they waited for the, the trolley from like, the back of the ambulance to come in. Take him. Maybe it looks like that's a bad one. I mean, I think you messaged the group chat saying about eight weeks. I don't know that might oh, be, easy. could be longer. Could be longer than that. Um, which is a, 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 like you say, it is a real shame because we want to see these youngsters come through. You know, we've had high hopes for Lovelace over the last mm-hmm. season or so. Um, certainly last season he was he was knocking them in well for the B team, um, and he was one of the only ones that was affecting the game for us today. Um, uh, up to that point, you know, just before the penalty, put in a great um, ball across the the face of the St Mirren goal. Um, it was unfortunate not to get anything from, and I, I was show, like I said, showing loads of desire and hunger. And then um, that's pretty much right now. I think that's where every Rangers fan is. That's just what they want to see: players mm-hmm. showing a bit of desire, dig, and passion to play for the club. Because it feels certainly on Thursday night, it did not feel like any of the players that night apart from, like as I mentioned, McCausland, maybe Seema to a point, we're showing any desire. And that's that's all we're asking for right now because we're in such a in such a bad place. Absolutely, mate. I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's all the fans are looking for, mate. A bit of, a, a bit of, um, a bit of pride in yourself in terms of being a player and wanting to play and wanting to do the job that's necessary for um, for, for wearing the jersey, mate. I think that's all we asked for. And yeah, I, I, Lovelace was great. Um, says a lot, I think, that McCausland was then turned to as well um, after Lovelace had to go off. It was McCausland that came on. Again, a positive move, I, I felt, from Steve Davis to do so. Um, I thought that was, when I seen it was him, I was like, brilliant. I'm glad he didn't go with Lammers. Um, and he, he did just go with, with McCausland. And I, I, I say it was... It was good to see that. However, you you would think that St. Mun going down to 10 men in the state that Rangers have been in recently that it would maybe spark something and it didn't really at all. It was an extremely turgid watch for the rest of the half with very little happening at all. Um, We didn't 
they didn't take advantage of them going down to 10 men and it all became a bit safe Scotia I think for the rest of the half it, um, we just didn't look like there was anybody really willing to take the risk yeah, I mean, we started, we went into that kind of place that we do. We'll come on it when we go to the second half because that'll be a fun discussion. But um, we were just controlling the ball, passing it about. We didn't really create any chances. I don't think uh, Ruth um, had a shot and goal. Like, the striker didn't have a shot and goal. I don't think. Um, yeah, it was. It's this kind of the shell that we kind of go into when we're one 0 up. I don't. The only other chance that I think I noted in that. Um, that second half was just before, just in injury time in the second half. Yeah, probably he should, should score. Should he made should it. score. Yeah, should, probably should have made it too. But no, it was poor, and that we have we've kind of skipped past it. But um, up until obviously the boy uh, Strain gets sent off for that handball, it was a bit of a frantic game, but not end to end. There wasn't really any clear cut chances, but it was mm-hmm. you know it was flowing to and between each team, and um, I think they got uh, Goldson got a booking in 11, 10 or eleven minutes, mm-hmm. and. You know that what that worried me because unless until up until uh, the boy gets sent off, that's a concern that you've got your your centre half's got a yellow card within say ten minutes because he get he get done absolutely skint by um, Kelty, um for that and um, yeah but like you say coming into the end of the second half mm-hmm. it was like aye not really getting enthused by the way the Rangers are playing. No, I said the first half. Yeah, you're probably right up until the. I think the second half felt like it lasted for five days, mate. That's probably why I'm forgetting the way the game started, because yeah, to an extent it was a wee bit frantic. I thought Connor Golton looked really shaky today, um, up until obviously the, the sending off. It does it does change the game. It completely changes the game. But as I said, there was nobody really making clear cut chances. Um, and I said either Raskin one, you're right to mention that he should score at the end of the half. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Again, that all came from a lovely little knockdown from um, McCausland. It was the youth players that were making the making the real impact. And yeah. the second half, mate. Um, I mean, do we have to discuss it? <laughs> Honestly, uh, <laughs> it was horrible, man. Honestly, just <laughs> this, this, just everything that we know is wrong with the team. This pedestrian football, it was walking pace at times, mate. Like, and all we were doing was we were obviously up, we know the final score now, yeah. But during it, I'm going, all we're doing here is giving St. Mern confidence. Do you know what I mean? Because they know they'll probably get a chance to get themselves into the game, but. Up until the second goal, mate, that the performance in that second half was just oh, so turgid to watch, mate. It was really no pace, no drive, nothing. It was just, it looked like we were holding on to a 1-0. Yeah, like I was saying there, when we were kind of turning our shell at the, towards the end of the the first half, the second half was even worse. We didn't come out and play St Mirren. It didn't look like they had were down to ten men. It looked like they had eleven players on the pitch with the amount that they were cut. They, they weren't causing us any serious problems, but you know that way we, we weren't doing anything with it. We were just passing side to side, slow. I mean, this is these are all issues that we've spoke about before with Rangers. And like you say, I don't think I've got a note up until like the hour mark of anything that happened in that game. I think just before the sub for the roof and Gessers coming on, I think McCausland puts a good ball into the box, and then Tav just heads it. Heads it wide, but once again, there we're speaking about McCausland, a youth player. Yeah. It's his what is this his third third mm-hmm. game for Rangers, maybe? Um, obviously, the weekend or midweek there, and then he's maybe made one or possibly two other kind of sub appearances last season. But um, it's, it was them that were affecting the game for us. Um, yeah, it's it's not a good watch. I can and Ali text the group chat asking how are we playing, and it was like 
Aye, no well. You just you kind of know what you thought you knew what was coming because all it would take is for St Mirren to get one chance and then we would be. This wouldn't be um, an, an enjoyable point mm-hmm. to do. No, I agree, mate. If I mean, if someone had scored, I don't think we would have got a reaction at all from these players. Um, but yeah, it did feel like you felt like something—not something was coming, but you just felt like you'd kind of seen this movie before. Uh, I think, yeah, you mentioned the substitution on the other mark, mate, with Ruth coming off and Dessers coming on. Kamal Ruth was awful today. Uh, he wasn't in the game at all. I think he touched the ball maybe twice. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I don't think any striker had a shot on target. Um, well, Dessers did um, later on. But it was, yeah, it was Ruth, he wasn't really in a bit, was, he wasn't getting much service. I know like the, the balls that we were putting into the box from fullbacks and stuff, they didn't come at anything. They didn't reach reach the striker. It was more Seema, like more like the striker than Roof today. Yeah, he was he wasn't great. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. But seventy one minutes maybe do make it too. Um Tavernier sends the ball into the path of Raskin. Uh, and he sets up Seema with a, a really nice a really nice cross ball. Uh, a really nice ball across in between the two defenders across the face of the the face of the box, if you like, and the on the on rushing Seema. Uh, really tidy finish, I thought. And makes it too. And at that point, mate, I just went, Thank you. I just thank you just for one stranger's thank you that I'm I'm not going to have my Sunday ruined, basically. Yeah, that's that one that's like 2-0 game. You would hope like to think that's game, game yeah. over. You'd like to think, yeah. but with a Rangers team, you never know. But no, it was a, a really uh, well-worked goal. Yeah, I thought, I'm going to give Dessers some credit here. It might be the first time he's ever been given credit. <laughs> Are you? I think Dessers does. <laughs> yes, I think Dessers does well to like kind of pull the defenders away. Like so, the defenders are focused on him as the attacking option, and the, the Kenny he pulls them away, allowing the pass from Raskin then, or the pass that, or the over ball that comes to Raskin to then slide it through to Sima and well worked finished by Sima. Um, I think is that um, Sima either scored like eight, in his six starts goals. or something like that. Yeah, eight six goals, starts, yeah, was, uh, eight goals, six starts, and he scored in each of the starts. So um, I, I know with Kenny. We've slated Seema at times, not slated him, we've maybe been frustrated with Seema at times. Um, I think he's, he has that type, type of player that he, he will frustrate you, but that's a good goal return from him. And he's at, like, like we, you'd met you and the boys, or you and Ryan had said um, in the game Thursday night there. Um, you know, Seema's one of these players that he has shown a bit of desire, you know, along with the youngsters. Uh, I agree, mate. I agree. You can't really argue with um, his stats, and as I say, he's, he is. He's we're getting a good return out of him. I don't know whether it's because the the rest of the new signings have completely dropped off, but he's one that's probably took a wee step up. I think in terms of his performance levels, I don't. There's not many that have got complaints about Seema just now, and I suppose you you can't really. The guy again with the same thing you said, mate. He's he's trying. He's he's showing effort. He's showing that he wants to do this. He's showing that he wants to he wants to play here. And him and Raskin today, I thought, were the two of the outfield players, including the the youngsters, were the two um, of the the first senior team, if you like. That I thought were were fine. I thought they were they were just fine. And say the rest, not particularly not particularly um, full of praise for any of them. To be to be honest. Um, Dessers, mate, you mentioned him. <laughs> you said you've just praised him, and I'm about to criticise the guy. He's through one on one. Yeah, he's through one on one here, mate. Nobody, nobody that of a Rangers persuasion believed that he was about to score. Um, I, in my head, I did say to him, I was like almost muttered to myself, 
go on, like score, because I think this is a player short of all forms of confidence. And if I'm going to be completely honest, mate, he's just not a very good footballer, and he's a signing that I just don't understand. It's a it's a really really tame effort by him when he should be he should be busting the net here really. I need to stay, but although again, see, because of how Kenny turns his wee in this half, mm-hmm. I was Kenny, you know, that way when you've got the football and you're watching it, but you're not really watching it, you're kind of looking at yeah. your phone and things like that. Aye, I was the I same, was, mate, yeah. I was doing that an awful lot, which I don't usually do with Rangers games. Usually, Rangers, I'm like glued to it completely, but just the way that we're playing right now, it's kind of like, oh, I can do this on the computer and then put my head up and the commentator says oh something's happened kind of thing the way that i've probably watched most other you know i've all probably always got a game of football on the tv if it's on but mm-hmm. not fully paying attention to it and um, that was maybe mm-hmm. the way i was playing uh, watching it today with rangers and certainly in the second half um but yeah dessers for him to be start with the boy he needs to score and it's not even like i don't even think like a goal is going to boost his confidence it's just no he doesn't look very good and like we were, I was pretty optimistic about him in the summer, going like, "Ah, no, we had this good spell at Feyenoord um, in the Europa Conference League. Done this, done that." But um, so you try to find like decent things that you can get about a new signing, because otherwise, mm-hmm. it's like a mugs game. But um, I was poor today when he came on. Um, no movement. The only good, as I say, the only good thing he done, I think, slightly well, was pulling that defender kind of out his position for our second goal. But. That's not really what you want your strikers to be doing. You want your strikers to be scoring these guilt-ed chances that he's been given. Yeah, he's just not very good at football. I don't think. I, I, I can't really. I can't really see a future for him. I can't, as I say, he should be doing so much better there. Uh, and I'm saying, mate, I, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, we could get something. There could be something in this guy uh, when we were signing him. But man, my goodness, I I was wrong. I was very much wrong. Um, we make a couple of subs just before we talk about James Tavernier's goal. Um, Rice and Lammers come on for Sima and Sufuentes. Uh, right of eight, eight minutes, not a lot of time for them to have impact on the game. Um, Sufuentes, mate, he's another one that's kind of raising questions for me. I thought, again, he was poor today. I don't really think he was in the game at all. Um, he's another one that I've... Not written off, that's the, the wrong term, but I have my reservations about... Um, I know what you're saying about Sifuentes mm-hmm. because the midfield three, we didn't really do anything. I know we, I think we ended up having like seventy odd percent possession. I think like our past success rate was about eighty nine percent or something around that kind of region. But it, it didn't feel like it. Mm. Um, stats. Sometimes you look at like you look at stats for a Rangers game and you go, oh, they must have been very convincing. No, <laughs> you sit and watch no. it. Watch it on the telly and or at, at Ibrox and you're like no not not convincing at all no I, I, he wasn't brilliant but I don't think he was particularly poor he was he's in that kind of meh kind of stage that an awful lot of Rangers players are in um but again I've of the summer kind of signings Sifuentes is one that I've got a wee bit more time for because I think he's adapting to like a different type of league more than more than any of the others mm-hmm. are and I'm still, like you say, not writing him off yet. Then I think he's going to be, he would have been in my team, like my team would have been Sufuentes, Raskin and probably Rice uh, mm-hmm. to start in midfield today. Um, and going forward until Cantwell and Lawrence and the likes get back, then for me right now, Sufuentes would start. Yeah, I agree. I think he, he, I, I would 
continue to persevere with him, but I just don't think he's having much impact on the game. But I look, it's probably the standard of football that we are playing just now probably isn't helping him in terms of the rest of the team round about him. Um, but I just, again, he's, he's not in the game enough for me. Uh, and then something that did raise a smile today um, was James Tavernier's goal to make it 3-0. Uh, his initial shot from outside the box is blocked and he comes on to the, the rebound. The ball's bouncing and he strikes on the volley, mate, into the top bag. This is a no matter what you think of James Tavernier, and I know many um, many do have their, their opinions on him, this is an unbelievable strike, mate. Even on the replay, it looked even better. It's a straight into the top bins, mate. It's an absolute peach of a finish. Yeah, um, this was it was beautiful, um, particularly like you say on the replay because it was the camera angle from behind. Yeah, it's so After good. You see uh, it and the, the way the, the ball all curves. I mean, his first effort looked good as well. Defender or the midfielder was it does well to kind of block it, but then I the second one he just he oh, shows a bit. It shows that bit of desire to fight for it. And you know, like, <clears> that, <throat> that was going in the, the first one. He's like, that's going in. I want my shot at this, and he absolutely buries it. And this is this is the problem we have. Um, mm-hmm. What he gives you. Going forward, what he gives us as an attacking presence is really good because, like, at tight, I thought Tav and Lovelace were linking up very well mm-hmm. um, before. Obviously, Lovelace went up off injured, you know, going forward very good. But then defensively, there was at points where I was like, Tav, what are you doing? Some of the crosses that Tav's putting are not great, you know, respect a wee bit better. But he scores worldies like that all the time. I think on the commentary, Kenny Miller compared it to the, the Petrofac Cup final against Peterhead. It's not as good as that because that's. My probably my favourite Tavco. Yeah. Even though it was against um, Peterhead, <clears throat> it was an absolutely gorgeous strike. Um, but yeah, this is what he, this is what he can give you. Two goals today. What's that? I'm 107, 108 goals. Nice. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I know. It's the, it's the conundrum with him, mate. It really is. I still believe that he's past his best and we should be looking for some for um, to replace him um, along with others within the team. And I don't think it really changes the opinions that we've, we've strong opinions that we've had from... Um, from the last pod that we were doing, I still very much feel the same. But you've got to give him credit for that. Like the goal's a, a, a screamer. It's an absolute screamer of a goal. It's a cracker. And that's what I mean. A penalty today and a, a, a goal. I, I say it's 
he was involved in the, the third goal as well. <clears throat> Look, I, I want James Tavenier to return to form, um, but as I say, it's it's more the other qualities that I think that people are pulling up around him that about his um, about his leadership, about his his commitment, about his desire. And, um, that's the, the the inconsistencies of him. I think it's probably the bit that frustrates most people. But I say you can't take away from that goal. The goal's an absolute topper. I say, and it raised a wee bit of a smile, mate. As I say, we're into the international break. Now, Steve Davis should not be the next Rangers manager. I'm not. I'm not saying that for a second that he should be, but he's he's managed to get the win today. And as I say, the next time that we go into a competitive game, I fully expect a manager, a new manager, to be in place. As I say, Scotia, I don't think today fixes anything. I don't think it makes everything okay all of a sudden. But at the end of the day, we asked Rangers. It was essential for Rangers to get three points today, and they've done it. Yeah, I'm like, I agree with you there that it doesn't change anything. I don't even know if a defeat would have changed anything today if we mm-hmm. could go out and get beaten or drop points. It wouldn't change the mood because we all know kind of what the issues are. It's not that like they're going to change. In fact, it's, it would be typical of this Rangers team to start playing well now that they've kind of fucked everything up and there's no mm-hmm. looks like the league looks like it's gone. Although it was, um, I think, Biggie and Crocker in the commentary saying, like, well, that, that second goal or the third goal guarantees that Rangers are ahead of St Mirren in second place on goal difference and we're sitting in October. Um, so we need to give credit to St Mirren for the way that they've kind of started the season. Um, obviously the sending off changed things, but it changed the game for them. But it doesn't change anything for me, the win. You know, we've won um, in the international break. We've still got the same issues. It's not like a win today's changed that. Yeah, I agree, mate. So that way it's not changed that at all. Um, it's not changed that at all. And as I say, it's just we're in an international break now, saying the the search for the permanent manager continues. Um, we're hoping that something will happen um, sooner rather than later. You're out of the names linked, mate. I know, obviously, you've not been on in a way. Out the names linked, is them standing out for you? Um, honestly, not really. Um, I've kind of been down down this road before. There's no obvious standout candidate. I, I know Newton. It's been linked again. He's con- continuously been linked, but I think he was linked the first time Gerard went away, and he's been linked for the Celtic job as well. And um, when they've been like before Postecoglou and then before Rogers came in, um, Newson's one. But I don't know if he's he's still at Bodo Glimt. It was maybe a couple of seasons ago that he was really eye catching. He plays that four three three, which for me is a bit of a worry because it means then <laughs> Tavon Barsic, mm-hmm. you know, pivotal to that and potentially, but. Um, Ah, there's no obvious standout for me at the moment. Nah, we just need we need to wait and see. See everybody's going to be linked for the job over the next few days as the people mm-hmm. try and whittle down who the the shortlist is, um, or who the 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 final stages of the the process who the who the oh, people. Oh, well, I should say, Carney is. Well, thankfully, it's been confirmed, but I would have been raging if it had been Frank Lampard. Same, I, I would human. not have been happy, mate. If it had been Frank Lampard, and I think every single Rangers fan would have been like that. Wanted him yeah. as a player, maybe. The first time, like when he was at Derby and he was doing quite well with Derby, maybe take him then. But no, for me, it's like, no, thank you. Done all right with Chelsea at one point as well for a, a period and then was told to I not play the way that he wanted to play, play the way Abramovich wanted to play. But um, yeah. no, I wouldn't have been happy if it would have been him. Yeah, same. I would not have been chuffed if it would have been him. But uh, yeah, so I say we're into an international break now and I've a look forward to them. But this one, I'm actually quite looking forward to having a wee break from Rangers over the way this past month has been anyway. Um, Scotia, for today, mate, good to have you back. Thanks for coming on and joining me and helping me through with my, uh, my hangover podcast, mate. I appreciate it. 
Yeah, with your hangover, you're not giving man of the match to anyone today, no? Oh, man of the match, yes, you do that. (laughs) Yeah, do that. Who's your man of the match? Yeah, do that. Uh, I've got kind of four names. There's no absolute standout brilliant player. Four names I've got noted down. I don't know. Um, I'm going to give it to Tav, just for the two goals, that you know, the penalty and the goal. Um, And I I did, did think he was linking up well. Lovelace, poor defensively, but I think I don't usually give it to goal scorers or give it for that only reason. But I think today I'm just going to give it for the for the two goals. Give it to Dav. Fair enough, mate. I I don't know who my man of the match is. To be completely honest, I thought Shima was decent. Just say I think he, he he's going to say taking a bit of step up. I thought Raskin was all right as well. I thought he he looked busy anyway. Um, a lot of a lot of effort put in by him, but. Uh, I'll give it to Seema for his goal, for the goal that pretty much won us the game anyway, because that was going to put it yeah. out of the out of the reach of ten man St Murren. So yes, uh, could have been a lot more difficult uh, was, today. Could have been, could have been a bit of a, could have been a bit of a, um, a bit of a stick in the road, uh, a bit of a spanner on the works for Rangers today. Um, but I, I think the shot obviously the sending off changed the, the game, and from there Rangers controlled it. Yes, to an extent, was it good to watch? No, it was not good to watch at all. But um, You've got to, I suppose, take positives in the fact that we've managed to get three points, and um, which a, a game that could have been a lot more tricky for us. Final thoughts, mate? Yeah, um, I agree with that. Um, and, and just in terms of the man of the match, the other two players that were kind of in my consideration were um, the two youngsters, McCausland and Lovelace. Like I say, mm-hmm. no, nothing standing out, but and obviously because of the, you know, Lovelace was only on for what about thirty minutes or mm-hmm. so. For forty minutes, um, it was on for so like they only could kind of get like a half each. Um, but I thought they were both. Um, they look pro- again, look promising. Doesn't look like it'll phase them playing in the first team. So there's no reason not to when we come back again against um, Hibs um, after the international break. Yeah, I agree, mate. I do. I agree. I don't think they've look, they look out of place at all. They look very much ready for the step up, mate. Uh, I didn't mention, I probably should have, mate, the Union Bears had get the banner, heartless, passionless, leaders, leaderless, uh, not fit to wear our colours. I suppose that kind of sums up how we've all been feeling, I think, recently. Um, obviously, but uh, what's his name? Bisgrove was there today. God's sake, man, you can tell I'm rough. Uh, Bisgrove was there today. So he's going to know fine well what's at, st- what's at stake here, um, what's at stake and what's, what what we expect to happen as fans over this next international break. Um, we, we fully expect this appointment to go correctly. But yes, Scotia, um, before I keep rambling on, thank you very much for today, mate. No, thank you. It's good good to be back. Um, I, I'll be here going forward for them um, well it's obviously the international break in fact it's something i said to you it's like i'm actually more excited to watch scotland games even though we'll probably get horsed off in spain and france than i am uh, rangers right now and i don't think that's well not maybe happened once or twice but no often and that's kenny that's like you say where we are with rangers right now I'm looking forward to watching EastEnders, mate, more than anything else. Uh, I think, as I say, I'm not, today was just a, a, a right slog. But no, I appreciate it, mate. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, I say we're on international break. Not 100% sure how things are going to look over the international break. We'll still be back, of course. We will. There'll still be podcasts, but I've not really decided on the schedule yet. And today's probably not the best day for it. I need to go and get a McDonald's and have a lie down, probably. Uh, but yes, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, please like, subscribe, all the usual stuff. We'll speak to you next time. We are Club at 22 the Rangers podcast cheers everybody
Social Podcast Network.